Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Thank you for joining us on Easy's Community Focus this morning, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. I'm Ellen Jaffe. First of all, I want to say that I hope all went well for you during what was potential Tropical Storm 9, then Tropical Storm Isaias, then Hurricane, then Tropical Storm, then Hurricane, and back to Tropical Storm. And now that we've been through so much together, I'm on a more casual basis and just calling it Izzy from now on. Uh, I hope things went well for you. We really got lucky in South Florida once again. And while we know that we can never be sure what a tropical storm or hurricane will do, uh, even though we know that they're steered by all these other currents and things in the weather, it seems like they have a mind of their own sometimes. But there was the Hurricane Center with the forecast cone, and right from the beginning, we were in the cone. And it shifted to the right, it shifted to the left, on and on. And finally, uh, managed to stay enough east of us that we didn't have the kind of damage that we could have had if we'd had a direct hit. But in anticipation of having some kind of interaction with a tropical system this weekend, we took it upon ourselves to bring in from United Way of Broward County, the Director of Disaster Management and Emergency Response. I'm so happy to welcome Oilame Fernandez. Thank you for finding time to talk to us today. Hi, Ellen. Thank you so much for the invitation to speak with you today. Oh, it is my pleasure. We have so much to talk about, and I can only imagine what goes on in your mind, particularly this year, 2020, which has been decidedly less than normal between COVID-19 and then with back to school, the debate over whether kids should go face-to-face brick and mortar or continue with distance learning. And we've had the racial protests, and we've got the once-in-10-year census, and let's not forget about an election year. And amazingly, you United Way has a hand in helping us in some way with every single one of these things. And oh, yeah, right. And let's not forget the storms. So let's start with that um, in disaster preparedness. Like I said, we don't always know until the same day what kind of storm we're going to get, what kind of damage we're going to get. But what you do with emergency preparedness, you have to do the same preparation, whether it's a tropical depression or a hurricane. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So I know you were really active after Hurricane Irma, uh, Dorian, you name it, you've been there. What is the usual procedure that you go to in preparing for the after the storm? And is it different now with COVID-19? Well, as you mentioned, every disaster and every storm is different. But one thing that remains the same is United Way, um, our main focus is to support our partners and the community in, you know, whatever the needs are at that time. So at this moment, um, currently we are in hurricane season. So what United Way is doing or what I'm helping also do is to monitor and track how we do that 
is we are involved in weekly calls with our Broward Emergency Operations Center to see exactly what is happening, what is transpiring. Um, we also take a look at the National Hurricane Center and see what updates they are providing to us. Aside from looking at that, our main focus then is, one, to ensure that everyone in the community knows where to call or where they can gather resources that are needed to help them prepare and plan for this type of disaster, in this case, Isaiah. We do recommend, you know, especially in a time like this, evacuation is very important. You know, we want to make sure that everyone is preparing for their next step. Are they going to remain home? Are they planning on going into a shelter? Will they be going to a different family member's home throughout the storm period? And as you mentioned, because currently we are also dealing with coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, it does impact, it does play a role because of the shelters and whether or not, you know, they can congregate in there or what that's going to look like. I would suggest that individuals, if they find themselves that they are not in a safe location or they do usually opt to go to a shelter, they can always contact the emergency hotline, which is 311, to go ahead and gather some more information. Um, if, for example, we're working with an individual with disabilities or this is an individual that has pets, and is looking for a pet shelter registration or, again, um, a vulnerable population, and they would like to register, they can always call 311 to gather some more information on that. I know that COVID is going to kind of throw like a, a, a wrench. At yeah, us, right? exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I had spoken with someone from the American Red Cross back in May. It was before hurricane season started, before we had this crazy spike in COVID-19 numbers. And even back then, they were recommending recommending that people get out of town if there's a storm so you don't have to worry about issues with social distancing or safety with COVID-19 in the event you need to evacuate your home and rather than going to a shelter where in this case it would be less about staying safe from the storm if you go to a shelter than staying safe from COVID-19. And now here we are three months later and if anything the pandemic has gotten worse here in South Florida, we're pretty much the epicenter of COVID in the entire country. Yeah, the numbers are definitely high for what is being reported through the Florida Department of Health as well as the CDC. It's the numbers do appear high. I know that for Broward County, it is reported, though, that at least we're trying to keep the numbers a little bit lower in comparison to other counties, you know, in South Florida. But yes, it is still something that we need to take into account as we move forward and prepare for any type of, be it this storm or any in the future. So looking back for a minute, it turns out that United Way, you, in fact, helped a friend of mine uh, after Hurricane Irma in 2017. His house had sustained some pretty major damage, and you were helping him walk through the procedures that you go to to receive assistance. So taking COVID out of the picture for the moment, what would you normally do after a storm to help people? Well, so just to piggyback on that, I do want to share with you, you know, we had at the time a grant. So it was called the Disaster Case Management Grant. It was for Hurricane Irma survivors specifically, and it was a FEMA grant. So we had actually received funds to be able to assist individuals that had been impacted by Hurricane Irma. Now, 
I do want to share based on that, what some of our learnings are is FEMA is definitely pushing to ensure that everyone has flood insurance. One of the biggest things that they're asking or, or, you know, especially when we're going to start submitting claims to FEMA, I'd like to emphasize everyone to please take photos, pre and post disaster photos. You always want to show that that was definitely one of the areas that we learned of individuals that were unable to get any kind of financial support. It was more so because they could not show or demonstrate pre-disaster what it looked like beforehand. Right. Okay, so that's very important. That's something that should probably be done every year at the beginning of hurricane season. Take pictures of the house, every room, your furniture, all of your electronics, anything of value, so you have it filed away and safe. And this was only the ninth storm, only, <laughs> already the ninth. And, and they've been talking about what a busy season 2020 is expected to be. So we don't know yet that we're in the clear. Let's say there's another hurricane that comes through. Do you have grants still? Is that something you have to reapply for? These come, you know, so they are put out there for people to apply whomever is interested in. And in this case, we do have one that we were just recently approved for. And so we did receive some funds. It was just awarded. So we're just now starting and we are going to be working on assisting. We did partner with another agency, Rebuilding Together Broward County, and they're also going to assist us. So how would someone reach out to you if they do need assistance? I would definitely tell them to contact United Way of Broward County through our website, unitedwaybroward.org, to mm-hmm. get more information. What I would like just to touch on the hurricane component is preparedness, just ensuring that they have at least like a seven-day supply. And now, wouldn't the preparation change a little bit when we put COVID-19 back into the picture, where someone might be inclined to go stay with a family member, uh, someone who they know is safe, rather than risk being in a shelter with a lot of people and not necessarily able to social distance? So one of the things that I would like to highlight is in terms of preparing, you know, once again, especially if you're going to stay home or if you find that you're going to leave the house and will be going to like a family member or a friend's house is, again, doing what we call a disaster plan, kind of like an evacuation. Where is the family, especially if you're having to separate from one another, where are you going to be staying? Do you have the transportation available? I think having supplies, I think that's the biggest thing right now, especially with all the coronavirus. We know what happened with the toilet papers, for example. Yeah. (laughs) So this is a good time to start, you know, if you haven't already, at least I want to say forecasting for at least seven days, just ensuring that at least you have a seven day supply of, you know, your first aid kits or keeping your medication, flashlights, and any important documents, especially if you're going to be leaving your home, your social security card is very important, birth certificate, driver's license. So some things don't change. I know that the coronavirus, um, as we mentioned, kind of, you know, was a wrench that was thrown in, but some of the main, the basic or foundation preparedness remains the same across the board. We want to make sure that they're safeguarding their homes, their roof, their windows. Again, they can access this as well as other resources that they might find useful. They can go to unitedwaybroward.org forward slash hurricane resource center altogether. And we do have links 
where they can access resources. Um, again, I want to reiterate the, our emergency hotline, dial 311, if they're wanting to get some information about evacuation, about shelters, or how they can sign up. And then most importantly, I do want to share that United Way, we have an involvement as the emergency support function 15. And what that basically means is in the emergency operations center, post a disaster, we do get involved as needed if there's a need for volunteers in the county, in the community, as well as donations. Many individuals like to start calling in and saying, I've got this to donate. Where should I go, you know, to donate or where can I go to help volunteer? So we're always, always seeking volunteers, not just for disasters and hurricane season, but across the year. So if anyone is interested, please go to unitedwaybroward.org forward slash volunteer. And like I said, we're always seeking volunteers. Okay. Now, do you have to have people get their temperature checked before they volunteer? And do they have to be tested for COVID in advance? So right now we're just seeking volunteers. Um, we will get more information as we move forward as, as time arises and when the time comes that we're seeking volunteers. It's going to be more of what the county is putting out there as needed. Now, as far as cash, money donations, you have a link on your website, right? Yes. Um, so we're also for specific things, you know, we're usually seeking out donations. So for example, for COVID, I know we haven't gotten into that too much yet in terms of what role we have played in assisting during the coronavirus. But we do, if anyone would like to support our Broward County with a donation, they can go to unitedwaybroward.org or anything else that we may be assisting with. There will be links. Okay. And when you mentioned items aside from money, are there specific items like back to school? Do you need school supplies donated? So interesting, Wednesday, August the 5th, we are having a backpack program. What United Way of Broward County's Mission United what is doing is that we are distributing approximately 400 backpacks filled with school supplies to families of active military and veterans. Right. I mean, we've been on site with you for the last three, four years, I think, for Backpack Day. Uh, and unfortunately, we can't be this year because of COVID. You've got to keep everything safe. So like you said, it's drive through this time uh, instead of the usual indoor party where we bring the music and the veterans bring their kids. And I mean, they're just so cute and so full of gratitude that they're getting these backpacks for free. But I understand that while it is, of course, still free, veterans do have to pre-register this year. Yes, that is correct. Um, they must pre-register and they can do that again at unitedwaybroward.org forward slash events. Very important that you know that you mentioned that as this is not open to the public. Right. As you mentioned, it is a drive-through. We will encourage the use of masks, especially since in the county this is mandated through the emergency orders in Broward County. So we will be wearing our masks. We do encourage you to come in with masks. Supplies are limited, so it is very important that they pre-register. And I did want to add, you had mentioned about sponsoring or if individuals would like to donate. This is actually an area that if anyone would like to sponsor a backpack, they can. 
if they go to unitedwaybroward.org, the cost for one backpack is $25. And Ellen, I did also want to mention, I, I want to give some recognition because all of this is happening also um, with the assistance and with the help of Miami Dolphins Foundation, which they are actually giving us and distributing meals throughout this event. And the meals are catered by S&J Catering. Now, do keep in mind, though, meals are on a first-come, first-serve basis. But I do definitely want to recognize any partnerships that we have. And so the Miami Dolphins Foundation is is the one that's giving us the meals. And it is being catered by S&J Catering. Wonderful. Now, Mm -hmm. talking about meals, I know United Way has been involved with these grab-and-go meals during covid particularly for students who haven't been in school to get their daily meal. Yes. So this kind of goes back to when we receive donations, what do we do with these type of funds? So do keep in mind, just with coronavirus, we partnered with over 30 local organizations and programs to provide additional support to the community during COVID. So part of this is food assistance. And as another example, not just with the schools, we also distributed over 380,000 meals to homebound seniors and veterans, homeless individuals, and low-income families. We also used a lot of these funds and support and donations that we received to assist giving out emergency financial assistance for basic needs like rent, mortgage, utilities, household supplies, gas, and public transportation. So, That is kind of, you know, again, that which is coming in, any donations that individuals are giving, we are giving back out to the community when we identify what the needs are. I wanted to mention just three more points on the coronavirus. That is um, United Way Broward County. Actually, we ran a social media campaign called Stay Home Broward, and that was to provide awareness and to staying home and to help flatten the curve. Um, since we're all working remotely, I did want to share that for the public and, you know, pretty much anyone, they can go on YouTube and search United Way and they can see recordings of our videos where we held weekly educational Zoom webinars Mm -hmm. and virtual town hall meetings. And such topics include behavioral health, mental health, suicide prevention, racial health disparities, racial and cultural trauma, veteran support, homelessness, and the CARES Act and other challenges. So this is good stuff for people. And, you know, when they're home, if they want to go ahead and and take a look or just look us up on YouTube. Beyond good. This is so needed, you know, with everything that's going on in the country. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the program, there have been more suicides since COVID-19 started, more alcohol and drug abuse. People are just overwhelmed by a completely new situation and so much conflicting information about it. Uh, So any guidance we can get, particularly from a legitimate source like United Way of Broward County, uh, will just be tremendously helpful. So you just search United Way Broward on YouTube? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfect. Now, we've talked several times about all the information available on your website and I found a fantastic page all about voting. I realized tomorrow is the first day of early voting in the primary elections. Uh, Tomorrow in Miami-Dade and then next weekend, early voting begins in Broward County. You have a whole page full of information, including how to vote by mail. Yes. So at this point, what we're trying to do is create awareness. 
And for individuals that, especially because of coronavirus, some individuals may select to stay home and just submit a ballot, you know, and just mail it in. If they have not yet done so, if they have not yet requested a ballot to be mailed to them, they can definitely go onto our website at unitedwaybroward.org and they can actually request a mail ballot if you have not already done so. It's um, rather quickly. So it should, you know, it shouldn't take too long. Um, granted, they will need to have computer access, but they can do that from their home. And yes, you're right. They should do it very quickly. Um, the new head of the Postal Service has said they are very backed up and things are taking longer than usual to get where they need to go. So if you are going to vote by mail, take care of it ASAP. I think the the only thing that we have not addressed is the census. And that's another area that we, United Way, is involved in. And our main involvement really is just working with the county to help bring awareness that if you have not yet, you know, gone in there to complete your census, please do so now. Um, This is also something that can be done over the internet. The webpage is my, so just M-Y, my2020census.gov. Um, it takes less than 20 minutes to complete. Do you know, super easy. Just go in there, submit, you know, where you are, how many people, and and that's pretty much it. Okay. I think we've covered everything that we wanted to talk about. There was quite a bit. Did I forget anything? I did want to mention very quickly before um, any closing. I know I've mentioned 311, which is our Broward County emergency hotline a a few times. I do want to ask anyone um, if they're in need of any other type of resources. We talked about mental health. We talked about just a counselor or any other type of resource, really, if they're looking for food distribution sites, um, they can contact the Broward County Helpline, which is 211, not to be confused with the emergency hotline, which is 311. Okay, so 211 for general information, 311 for something that's more urgent, and of course, for a life-threatening emergency, 911. Anything else? I do want to share with you, um, we did, United Way did establish, I'm not sure if you were aware, a, what we call United Way Storytime. And what we did was we encouraged volunteers to read and share videos of themselves reading children's books. I think it's wonderful. I agree 100%. Anything that has to do with books is good by me. Uh, and you can find them on your Facebook page. It's at United Way BC. Click on videos and you're going to find all of the story time videos. Of course, the website is unitedwaybroward.org. And then you've got the educational and support videos on YouTube. Just search United Way Broward. I think that covers it. There's just so much that you do to help. I thank you so much for your time and your knowledge and your good cheer on a Sunday morning when we've spent a week stressing out about Hurricane Izzy. Uh, so thank you for being here. Oilame Fernandez, Director of Disaster Management and Emergency Response for United Way of Broward. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you for having us. For our next segment, I did mention that tomorrow is the first day of early voting in Miami-Dade County for the August 18th primary election. Broward County early voting starts next Saturday. But in the meantime, 
I don't know how she found the time, but I am so glad you're here. Miami-Dade County Supervisor of Elections, Christina White. Thanks for fitting us in. Well, thank you. I am so appreciative to be on the show and make sure that all of our voters have the information that they need to be prepared this election cycle. One of the things that people want to know about, and they probably haven't addressed it much before, is voting by mail, which has become a really big issue this election cycle because of COVID-19. So is there still time to get a ballot to vote by mail? And what is the process that someone should go through to do it? That is a voting method that has continued to grow organically just because of how easy it is. We want to do things quickly. We mail you the ballot, you vote from your kitchen table, and it's easy as either mailing it back to us or dropping it off at one of our drop boxes at all of the early voting sites. But you do have to request that one be sent to you. And so if you're somebody who's interested in voting in that way, you put the request in online or call us. Those are the fastest things to do. There is a deadline. It's August the 8th. We've got to get the request in by then. But, you know, like we've been talking about, don't wait till the last minute. The sooner that the request Mm -hmm. is in, the sooner we can mail it to you. And then you'll have more time to get it back to us. Okay. And now for those of us, myself included, who are procrastinators and we don't get that vote by mail request in on time, uh, or we like to go through the actual process of showing up in person and getting that little tag that says I voted, uh, whether it's early voting or going on election day, can you relieve our concerns a little bit about the whole COVID-19 thing? What steps are you taking to be sure that everyone is following COVID-19 safety guidelines? This is how we're going to be protecting you in the era of COVID. All of the poll workers are going to be wearing masks. They're going to be given face shields and disposable gloves. They're going to be wiping down all the common touch points after voters are coming in and out to keep the room as sanitized as possible. Of course, adhering to all the social distancing protocols. But on the voter side, you have to wear a mask. So make sure you bring that mask with you to come in to vote. And we're also going to be asking you to sanitize your hands on the way in and out of voting so that we can keep everybody safe. So I just wanted to make sure that I stuck in there that we are going to be protecting not only the poll workers and the voters to make sure that everybody is uh, you know, safe and, and it is not a deterrent to coming out to vote. Well, for some people, the real deterrent for them is either lack of time or lack of accessibility. And that is the beauty of early voting with so much time, so many days. Yeah, I mentioned Broward County early voting starts next Saturday. You are way ahead of the game in Miami-Dade County starting tomorrow. So what do we need to know? Where can we go and where can we get information? You can't go wrong with early voting. Early early voting is the best. You know, you're, you're out and about, you're running errands, whatever the case is, and you say, you know what, I'm going to get it in today. I'm, let me get it done. You can go onto our website. The list is there. And wherever you are, there is a location within three miles of you. Early voting is from August 3rd to August 16th at 23 sites all throughout Miami-Dade County. You can pick where you want. There are varying hours. We try to be as convenient to all lifestyle styles. So, you know, the the best thing to do is go onto the website and you'll see the schedule there. Okay. And is it best to go to the miamidade.gov website and just search supervisor of elections? You can do it that way. But if you want to go directly into our website, the easiest thing and maybe a little bit easier to remember is iamelectionready.org. iamelectionready.org. Sorry. iamelectionready.org. 
org. Okay, so that's where we go. We can get all of the hours that are available for early voting, all of the locations. You said there are 23, one within three miles of you. And uh, any other information you need is right there, iamelectionready.org. And by the way, we do have information on our website, easy93.com. You'll find a whole big banner that says vote. You click on that and it'll tell you about both Miami-Dade and Broward counties, what the dates of elections are, what the deadlines are to register, because you can still register for the presidential election coming up in November. It's too late to register for the primary now, but you do have time to request the vote by mail ballot and get that back in on time. Uh, and do your part and be involved because that's what it is all about. There's no reason not to vote. We're making it very easy and we're keeping you safe. You just got to get out there. Now, Christina, you know, you have to come back and talk to me again before the November election because there are other things like uh, registering to vote, what kind of identification you need to bring with you to register or when you go to vote, and also whether or not you still need poll workers for November. So I will look forward to that in the meantime. Thank you so much for explaining everything and for everything that you have done as supervisor of elections in Miami-Dade County, as you said, to make it easy and convenient for us to get out and vote and be part of the process. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Anytime. You can count on it. Thank you again. And thank you for listening to Easy's Community Focus, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. I'm Ellen J. Jaffe, if you have questions or would like to suggest a topic, you can email me at ellen at easy93.com. Again, please be safe. Uh, We might still be getting some gusty winds, some rain coming through today because of Izzy. Join me again next Sunday at 6.50 for an all-new edition of Izzy's Community Focus. Have a great day. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.